Radio Mike. Radio Mike. Radio Mike. This is the Radio Mike Podcast. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Radio Mike. Okay, so this is podcast number one in the Ask Away series. This is an opportunity for you to get to know me, Radio Mike, more. So you can send questions in form of an email, radiomike at gmail.com. You could write me in the DM at Radio Mike on the gram. Um, you know, slip into the DMs with the questions. You can also, you know, send me a voice memo. If you know me and you have my number, uh, you can feel free to ask anything you want. So we're going to spend the next few minutes just answering all your questions. And there's some pretty good ones. Um, you're going to get to know a little bit more about me. And maybe I'll get to learn a little bit more about you in the process of ad, uh, answering all these questions. All right. So let's start with this one from Clarissa on the gram. Uh, she asks, how did you get into the radio host industry? So it's pretty cool. Come October, I will be in radio for 10 years. A 10-year anniversary. I wasn't always on the air, though. I started out as street team, which is basically the promotional crew that goes out and sets up the tent and does live broadcasts. That's how I started out. And then uh, the guy by the name of Preston, he does production at the radio station. Um, this is probably like a less than a year in, I think. He asked if I wanted to do a commercial. I don't even know how I'm on the radio right now because it took me like 15 to 20 minutes to do a radio ad that was only a 15-second long radio ad. Anyway, and then one thing led to another. They asked if I wanted to host my sports show. I played sports in the local area that the radio stations are located at. Hosted that show for around six years. Uh, filled in for morning shows. Did a country morning show for almost three years. And now I'm on a pop radio station, a hip-hop radio station. And uh, yeah, I've been going strong ever since. But basically how I got started into it was um, I was dating this girl at a time. Uh, I was working for her dad. Her dad listened to a radio station. And I happened to be one of the stations I work for now and said, hey, you got to be 18 years or older. You got to love music and you have to uh, go apply. So I was in a band at the time, had long hair, had a beard, shaved off my beard, cut my hair, um, put a little vest on, dressed up, you know, in my uh, Sunday's best. I went over, applied, called back and ended up getting a job. Um, my boss at the time ended up becoming one of my best friends and you know, I just kind of grew in there. So I was pretty fortunate to get a job in a place where I was able to grow and learn and make mistakes and kind of grow into my own. I think the one cool thing about the radio job that I have still currently is they've always allowed me and encouraged me to be Mike. And that's one of my favorite things about it. So that's how I got into it. It was uh, part time and I kind of had the mindset, which I think is a good mindset for any job you're in, especially something you're learning to love is to go, hey, I'm willing to do anything. Like, I'm willing to clean toilets. That's the best advice my boss at the time. Um, his name's Rich. Uh, one of my best friends now. But he basically was like, show them that you can do anything. And show them you're willing to do anything. Uh, whether that's coming in and filing papers. I was heceptionist at one point. Um, I've cleaned toilets. I've folded shirts. I cleaned vans. Took you know, I've done pretty much anything you can do under the umbrella of this radio thing. And so it also is super rewarding when I'm going out as a broadcaster, as a, as a talent radio host. I have so much more respect for the street team that's out there. And I'm like, I've done that job before. So it's pretty cool. So that's how I got into radio. Question number two comes from Tay Swag. Um, if you could vacation anywhere in the world, where would you go? 
Oh, you know what's crazy is I've been around the U.S., but I've never been out of the country. Where would I go? That's a really good question, dude. I think I'd like to go to England. Um, vacation anywhere in the world. I think Italy would be pretty romantic. Man enough for me. To, I could say that, right? Like, yeah, Italy would be good. I'd like to go to Italy. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty a pretty good question, man. I have to think about that a little more. But off the spot, I'd say maybe Italy. I'd be down to go to Italy and, and uh, try that out. Um, Ryan asks, this offseason, what do you think about this offseason referring to basketball? Dude, this offseason in basketball was nuts. As you'll learn, I love sports. And uh, I was hoping that we get uh, a powerhouse team for the Los Angeles Lakers. Of course, LeBron was hype train last year. Didn't have the best season, but, uh, you know, got some good talent. Lost a couple people that I was hoping to keep in the offseason. But, hey, I say we as if I'm, I play for the Lakers. But, hey, man, the fans were invested. Um, this offseason was nuts. Lakers thought we were going to get a player, and we didn't. And uh, I don't know. The, the NBA offseason was full of things that, we thought were going to happen and completely didn't happen. And the things we never thought would happen, happened. Now the Clippers are all of a sudden contenders in the West. This offseason is uh, really cool. I do have a podcast where me and my cousin Kevin, we talk about um, who we think is going to take the West and the East. And also have a podcast that you can find here at Radio Mike. Just click the link in bio where you can listen to the podcast of us. Kind of going back and forth of who we think is the greatest of all time. Um, let's see, what other questions do I got? Rachel wants to know, where would you travel to if money weren't an issue? That's almost like if you could travel anywhere in the world, but if money weren't an issue, I'd definitely travel all across Europe. I definitely would go to England for a while. Um, I think it wouldn't be one spot. If money wasn't an issue, I'd probably, Rachel, take a good year to just travel. And I, I thought about this. I don't know if I would fly to different places or if I would, you know, rent a bus because if money money wasn't an issue, it would be kind of cool to live like on a tour bus, take some friends and just drive around. But you can get places a little faster if you're flying. So I would just make it a, if, if money wasn't an option and I took a year to travel, I would just get a group of friends who also didn't have anything else to do and uh, cause right, cause I have all the money in the world so I could pay for their stuff and just go, Hey, come with me on a trip. Let's make some memories. And I would go anywhere I've never been. It wouldn't just be one place. It'd be anywhere when uh, I've never been or a place that I want to go back to. Like I'd love to go back to Nashville. I'd love to go back to Seattle, um, New York. I've never actually been to New York. I went to school in Boston for a little while. I went to Berkeley college of music and would love to go back there, but I really like to take a trip to places that I've, I've never been to before. Leslie asks a question, if we can ask anything, what if I asked you E equals MC squared? You know I can't answer that, Leslie. <laughs> Zephyr asks, who are you? Like, really, who is the raw radio mic? Zephyr, that's a really good question. I think that's what's exciting about something like this podcast, um, is where you get to know me a little bit. You know, out of all the years I've been on this planet, um, I'm learning who that guy is. I think life, uh, what's so special about it is it's a gift. Not every day or tomorrow is promised. And you go through phases of meeting new people and losing people and finding love and losing love and going through a lot of things in life that really shape you. And I think um, I'm learning who I really am. Uh, I think I had a, an idea 
or more of a of an identity of who I was before and then you know life is life and life is hard and you go through this meat grinder of a a shape and form and sometimes you lose yourself and I think I was at a, a point recently where I uh you know lost myself in a way I think we all go through that right you start to realize that when you go you know what I don't know if I'm 100% me I'm not sure what me is but I'm gonna go figure that out. And I would say like the raw me is someone who yearns to love people, really wants to be kind, really wants to be someone who is quick to listen instead of reacting to things, to really pay attention, uh, someone who wants to be more present and not so much in a, in a small screen device all the time. Um, I think the real Mike is someone who loves the Lord and who is really trying to figure out what that means. Someone who has passions, but hasn't poured 100% into the passions, who realizes weaknesses and maybe sometimes focuses on them too much instead of my strengths. Um, someone who wants to have a voice who will positively impact people who maybe haven't found theirs yet. Someone who has a big heart. Someone who, I think I mentioned this already, wants to love, who loves his family dearly who really cares about uh, the people that are closest to him and his friends and realizes um, that time is different than I thought it used to be and really am trying to make it a point to be smart with my time and to take more time to spend with people that I truly care about and admire and love and who uh, breathe life into me and I hope do the same to them. So I don't know if that answers your question, but... I guess that's that's the most honest me. And if you know me, you probably know I'm also goofy and love to have fun. And um, yes, I like attention, but if I'm honest, yeah, I do. But I also think that this world is so crazy. Whenever I'm around a group of people or I go into a birthday party or a party or whatever, I just go, I want to just bring joy out of people. I want to make it fun for everybody. So here I am, everybody. So that's a good question, Zephyr. I think I'm still figuring out who Mike is. Uh, Dixie writes, and I answered this question. She also sent a video into me as well, which you can do either via email or on the gram. I answered it on my IGTV if you want to check that video out. But Dixie's question is, if you could have a conversation with a celebrity alive or passed away, who and why? And I went through a lot of them. Um, I would love to talk to Robin Williams. I think in that video I mentioned I would like to talk to uh, Taylor Swift, Bobby Bones, uh, Lindsay L., John Mayer, um, Gary V. Really people who didn't have it easy and just grinded it out. And um, sometimes you see celebrities, you see people with money or fame or their hit records or gold medals on their around their neck, but you don't realize the, the work. You don't realize the hard work that they put in. And I would really love to, to sit with those hardworking people. But the main person that I, I want to answer for this question is uh, Walt Disney, someone who also per persevered where he came out with a character that um, the studio basically owned because he was paid to, to make a character and left that studio and ended up drawing Mickey Mouse. And now we go to this crazy, amazing place that makes you feel like a f you can fly anytime you walk in there. Makes me feel like I'm seven again. I'm definitely the adult teenager quote to one of my friends who uh, dubbed that name. I'm definitely an adult teenager when I walk into to Disneyland. When I run, I should say, into Disneyland, I'm the one that gets told by the security guards that I need to slow down. I'm like, bruh, it's Disneyland. <laughs> Relax. Um, Walt Disney, though. I mean, that dude was incredibly brilliant and full of so much 
just inspiration. I mean, you walk into Disneyland and you can feel it. Anything that is or was or will be Disney started out with this dude's imagination, which sky's the limit. I mean, you're only limited by by yourself and the, the biggest enemy that we have to face in life is yourself, right? And Walt Disney didn't have it easy, but he had an idea, he drew it, and you know, if you read about Walt Disney, the stories he has, I just get chills every time I look at this statue where you walk into Disney, uh, Disneyland down Main Street and you see the castle, which they just redid and it's beautiful. And you can see this kind of statue of him and Mickey Mouse. And it's just, oh, that there's so much in that one statue. And I wish I, I would just love to sit down with a dude and just have coffee. And, and I think it would I would get so much just by being around him. I think you get a lot by uh, surrounding yourself with intelligent, great um, humble, awesome people. And uh, I really believe that you, the environment you put yourself in also influences you. And so if I can hang out with like Walt Disney even for a day, let alone a month, um, I think I'd be better for it. I would love to sit down and talk to Walt Disney and pick his brain and just be like, what were you thinking when you drew Mickey Mouse? Did you ever think, like, I wish I could talk to Walt Disney now and go, did you ever think that this would be what it is now? Um... Alex writes, when you coming out to the East Coast to visit your boy? Dude, I was just mentioning this. I went to school in Boston. I would absolutely love, would love to go back to Boston. In the wintertime, not so much, but I would absolutely love to go back to Boston. The East Coast is awesome. Of course, I'm an LA kid. Love the Lakers, love West Coast. Uh, fun fact, when I went to school at Berkeley College of Music for the summer, it was around when the Lakers <laughs> just beat the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals, and I bravely wore my purple, like bright purple NBA championship t-shirt. I don't know how I didn't get jumped, but um, yeah, I would love to go back and visit you, my friend. I've actually, fun fact, I'm a friend of Alex, Alex is a friend of mine, I'm a friend of his, this dude's always encouraging me all the time, um, but I've never met him in person, I've only, I've met him through a mutual friend. And we play video games and stuff together online, but um, would love to go and visit you, dude. I think you'd show me Boston the right way. Um, all right, couple more questions. Let's see here. One from Alicia, and she's actually sent me an audio, a voice memo, and you could totally do that. Again, you can send me voice memos or anything like that on the gram, handles at Radio Mike. Here's her question. Hey Mike, can you describe for me the worst date you've ever been on? You know, Alicia, I've really, uh, thinking about this question, I'm trying to think if I've been on a really bad date. I can think of a couple of dates where maybe things were awkward. I did, let's go back to junior high. Does that count, Alicia? I did go on this date in junior high. I can't remember her name. That's really bad. But it was junior high. It was in seventh grade. Um, it was a girl that was in one of my classes, and I thought she was super pretty. And I got the guts, which I still don't know how I did it, because I'm still horribly awkward around women I find pretty or want to ask out for coffee. I just, I lose. No one believes me, because I'm on the radio and I could talk, but I got fears too. And it's not that I'm not confident. I just, I'll explain that in a whole nother, another podcast, but... I got the courage to ask this girl to a movie. And, oh, what was the movie? It was with Jessica Alba. I do remember the movie. Um, oh my goodness. I think it was it was called Lucky. It was the one where she's like a choreographer or aspiring choreographer. It could be the wrong title. I don't remember. It was years ago. But it was uh, one of the first Jessica Alba movies I've ever seen. And I got the courage to ask her out. Totally did. 
And I think I was her worst date ever. I totally, like, I totally bombed. And what I mean by that is I was so awkward. I didn't know what to do, but it was a movie, right? So it was kind of like my dad dropped me off, like her parents dropped me off. And I don't, I don't even know how it went, but other than we were, I remember being in the movies and, uh, wondering if I should put my arm around her, like if I should hold her hand, like do we kiss in this movie? Like, I don't know. I was in seventh grade and hormones are going nuts and I'm, you know, I don't know. I was, you know, I don't know. I, I'm saying I don't know a billion times because it was embarrassing. I, it, I wasn't a good date. The movie finished and I remember specifically we're waiting outside of like the theaters, waiting for her ride to get picked up, waiting for me to get picked up. And just kind of awkwardly not saying anything. And then I remember looking at her and going, so did you like the movie? <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was, it was cool. And that was kind of it. It was bad. And she didn't talk to me ever again. Like that was it. And it was bummed because I really thought she was pretty and whatever, it all, it all worked out. You know what though? Also in seventh grade, because that's the best uh, things ever. Um, seventh grade, I know you didn't ask this question, but here it is. My first kiss was in seventh grade, and it was with this cheerleader named Lacey. And you know what's nuts is I remember writing my dad. I remember writing my dad about this and going, Dad, I think, I think I'm going to kiss her tonight, right? And so it was at this mutual friend's house, and we're all hanging out. I was quarterback. She was a cheerleader, seventh grade. And I think I asked if I can kiss her, and I did. <laughs> And I remember going, this is really weird. Like, I kissed her. I'm pretty sure it was a French kiss because there was tongue. And it was like, we are way too young to be doing that. Like, I don't know. It was like, I was like, this is weird. I don't like the way it feels. Like, it was just awkward. Um, and I remember kind of going, okay, cool. So we did that. And then I, wa- I, I, cause I we kissed behind this, like, bounce house, basically, is what it was. And then I remember when we stopped kissing, I kind of ran over, you know, to the back of the bounce, the other side of the bounce house. And I called my dad. I was like, yo, dad. I was like, I just kissed her. And he was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I was, gosh, it was seventh grade, man. And um, I end up uh, kind of going back around. And this is why we broke up because we ended up breaking up the next week. Her friend's like, hey, Mike, like, she really thought you were a good kisser or like, you know, the kissing, like she wants to do it again. And I was like. Here's my answer. Here's my answer. I remember this. I was like, uh, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Which I did want to do it again, but I just felt so weird. I didn't know how to react to it. It's something you shouldn't be doing so young. Anyway, I don't know if that was interesting at all, but no really bad date stories. To be honest, I'm pretty awkward. When I'm around a woman that I am attracted to and I want to ask out on a date or to coffee because she gives me butterflies. I completely lose all vocabulary. I forget how to speak the English language. It's just not good. It's not good. Um, so yeah, uh-huh. there's that. All right, let's see what else, uh, what other questions we got here. Oh, Rachel's funny and says, how much wood would a woodchuck wood if a woodchuck could ch-? Can I even say that? Is that a copyright thing? That's a lot of, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> Um, oh, so funny. I posted on my Instagram wedding date applications. This is funny. I'll have to, I'll have to follow up on this, but I posted that because I've got a wait, uh, a wait, a wedding to go to in a few weeks. 
And I'm like, I don't know who I'm going to take. So I posted it and most of the girls laughed at me, <laughs> including some of my friends, to be honest, like TBH, some friends. Um, and someone said, what? Oh, Rachel said, what makes you a good wedding date? Well, I'll tell you, Rachel, what makes me a good wedding day. I like to have fun. It's going to be a country themed. Um, it's going to be up in my old neck of the woods. Listen, I love to dance. I love to have a good time. And I like to be the life of the party. I'm down for anything. Like, once I get my words and vocabulary back and I can speak to you after, you know, uh, choking on my saliva because I don't know how to talk anymore because I think you're really pretty. I am so down to just dance and have a good time and not be as awkward, but... Yeah, I, I think I'm a good wedding day. I think just because I like to have fun and I'm really good at just talking to people I don't know. I don't know if that the radio thing kind of kicks in at that point. I mean, it's a genuine version of me, but you know, when you're on a microphone and you're talking to a bunch of people, like you really have to not be shy. And so I'm not shy and I'm down to have fun and I want you to have fun too if I'm your wedding date. Let's have some fun. Let's go dance on the dance floor and um, hopefully they got good food at the wedding. So yeah, um, let's see if there's any more questions. Oh, I got another one from Alicia. Okay, here's another one. What is the first thing that popped into your mind after you read this question? Wait, after I read the question you just asked me? I think what came to my mind was, is this a real question? I'm confused. <laughs> um, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. Cheese pizza? <laughs> my mind's always on food. Oh my goodness. What else do we got? Jake writes, what's your favorite band? That's hard. I'm going to say I have a lot of favorite bands, or at least go-to bands. Um, one of my favorite bands is Thrice. They're pretty rad. Need to Breathe, I love... If we're just talking bands, I mean, those would be the two. Um, but also some of my favorite solo artists is John Bellion, um, Ben Rector, and Lindsay L. Who else am I listening to? I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through my uh, my phone now, and tell you what I've been listening to. Knife Thieves, Lucy Dacus, Boy Genius is pretty good. Noah Gunderson, um, The Lumineers, Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors just came out with the new record. It's pretty good. Morgan Wallen's Cover Me Up. Oh, now I'm, I don't know if this is answering your question, but I'm just gonna going through a bunch of stuff. Dayseeker has a new song called Sleep Talk, and that song is pretty rad. A Skillet's new record's good. Sean Mendez is ridiculous. Um, Dustin Lynch, Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers, Happiness Begins is a pretty good album. Um, also, Wilder Woods is the solo project from the Need to Breathe lead singer, um, Bear. Super soulful. Love the album. Chris Stapleton, NF's got good music. That number six collaborations project, by the way, from Ed Sheeran is fire. It's gonna, It's got a great album if you haven't heard it yet. Um, Scary Pool Party, by the way. Alejandro from American Idol. Dude, that guy is ridiculous. Would love to just hang out and jam with that dude. Um, some Lincoln Park. Let's see. I think that's kind of like my most listened to stuff right now. It doesn't answer like my favorite. I mean, definitely Thrice and Need to Breathe, but got a lot of stuff. Who else? Been listening to some Jeremy Camp. Post Malone, too. Uh, Tennille Towns has some great music, if you love country. Um, Thomas Rhett, TR's pretty good. What else? Yeah, I think that's it, as far as music goes right now. That's uh, a little bit of Under Oath. I mean, I just 
depends on what mood I'm in, Drake. Just depends what mood I'm in, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this first one. Uh, feel free again to ask me anything you want, fam. Listen, find me on the gram at Radio Mike. Got link in the bio where you can send me your questions. Um, you can send me your audio questions as well. Feel free to do that. But for now, that is going to be the first podcast in the Ask Away series. I am Radio Mike. I hope you're doing great. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. I'm out, yo. Peace. Radio Mike. Radio Mike. Radio Mike. He's Radio Mike, and this is his podcast.